Welcome back to Z to Z. We are now at episode 17. If you're a first time listening to this podcast, we are a franchise podcast that is focused on providing information to Z's by Z's. So let's start talking Z to Z. So today we're going to talk a little bit about some serious uh, matters going on here in Arizona. Uh, it's been going on since January of this year and some legislation regarding some uh, what the state is 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 infringing on franchising and what they plan to do and uh, concerning House Bill 2404. Again, that's House Bill 2404. And, um, you know, it's it's a pretty, you know, as it's been described as a as an invasive um uh, legislation that has uh, that is going to be really interfering with the franchisor and franchisee relationship, pretty much creating a third party partnership into this. And so, from a private contractual um, uh, contract be- between the franchisor and the franchisee, with this legislation is 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 wanting to do is is set in a third party, which is would be the state in this case, state of Arizona. Uh, again, that's House Bill twenty four hundred four. Um, it likens to the same bill that happened in 2016 in California. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So um, yeah, it's, it's pretty serious uh, in the sense of if this passes the Senate and the house here in Arizona, um, it could really change the, the, the layout of franchising here in Arizona, as we see it today, uh, which would be a total bad thing. Um, I mean, there's over 19,000 franchise organizations out here, franchisees out here, uh, in Arizona that would really, you know, mess things up for a lot of people and, and, and frankly not put, you know, create a, a, a system in a place to where now government is, is in there putting their two cents in, in a private contract between a franchise and a franchisee, um, which, you know, we already got enough government control, but I am not going to get into any politics here. This is not the forum. This is not the case. Um, um, so yeah, it, it's, it's a, uh, it's a critical, um, critical bill that that we hope that is that is not going to go not going to to uh, to pass here. I know that the International Franchise Association has uh, sent in, in um, their uh, excuse me sent in a, mo- a memo um, and actually sent it to the senator here in Arizona. I'm going to read you a couple of paragraphs of what they sent over to uh, the legislator here in Arizona. Um, the International Franchise Association today released the following statement, uh, which was on March 20th. So we're talking uh, seven days ago. Uh, the, this, the, the legislation could create one of the most far-reaching erroneous franchise laws in the century by inserting the state government into private franchise contracts, diminishing brand standards, and closing the door to future franchise opportunities in the state, in this case, Arizona. Uh, this anti-business legislation is copy and pasted from the California law and taken a step further. Uh, this was said by Jeff uh, Hanscom, the IFA vice president for state and local government relationships. IFA urges the assembly to oppose Heist Bill 2404, that's HB 2404, before it damages the state's 19,000 plus local franchise businesses and any future Arizona business owners that are pursuing the American dream through franchising. This bill is the definition of government overreach, and we hope lawmakers will reject this bill before they vote to turn Arizona into California. Doing some research on this and came across a a franchise attorney, Dan uh, Warshawski, 
And uh, he kind of puts it simply here. It's, just, it's basically the next Californication of Arizona, I would say. Um, his firm is based here in Scottsdale, and he works for franchising franchisors. It says the franchisor should have serious – let me repeat this. Franchisor should have serious concerns about the bill as it could become law thanks to Arizona changing political climate. Again, we're not going to talk about politics here. It's not the forum for it. However, um, he does say that he can kind of, he can absolutely see this pass, which is again very scary for all franchise organizations. Me as a as in franchising for over twenty five years, I would hate to see this happen. And I have a lot of friends that are franchisees and are and and really really good friends that are franchisors as well. So this would be a very damaging bill for them. So. Um, let me kind of go into a little bit about, see right now in Arizona, Arizona is not a franchise registration state, nor, uh, a franchise filing state. So, so you may offer or sell franchises without registering or filing your FDD, your franchise disclosure document, uh, with the state providing obviously that you're in compliant with the federal, uh, franchise rule, uh, through the FTC, right? So as long as you're compliant, you have a, a compliant FDD, uh, franchise disclosure document with the franchise uh, uh, agreement as well, and you're complying in that regard to the FTC. You're okay. You can you can start selling uh, selling your franchises here in the state of Arizona without actually having the government involved. You just start selling and 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 you're as long as you're like I said again, as long as you're compliant with the FTC, you're good to go in Arizona. This HB 2404 would take all that away. It inject the state, the government into that contract, thereby putting their foot in the door to dictate exactly what the franchisor is supposed to do and what the franchisee is supposed to do. Um, so, you know, I don't want to go into the whole thing, but let me summarize a little bit about some points that I took away from this bill. Um, and I'm not going to, there's a few points here that I highlighted, but I'm not going to go through all of them. I'll just go through, you know, maybe four of them or whatever. But but this bill particularly stipulate, stipulates any condition or provisions purported to bind a person to waive compliance with the statutory franchise requirements is contrary to public policy and is void. So basically what they're saying is that, listen, we're going to come in and we're going to stipulate what's going, what's going to happen in this transaction uh, according to what we see fit. Um, and uh, applies franchise applies franchise requirements to any franchise that is domiciled in the state of in the state or the franchise business is or has been operating in the state. So basically, if you're a franchise in Arizona, this is going to be applicable to you. Um, and also, it says prohibits a franchisor from terminating a franchise prior to the expiration, except for good cause, and outlines the limited limitations of good cause. So they're going to be dictating whether or not what is good cause and you have to follow their their guidelines and their rules to see if you can actually terminate a bad franchisee within the system a lot of these rules and laws regarding this is for the benefit of the franchisees that are out there and doing following the model and working the way they're supposed to and that's what the franchise <clears throat> rules are for right there is always going to be some bad apples in the system and that protects those these these particular regulations on the FDD helps protect the good ones, the good franchisees that are out there working hard, diligently, day by day, trying to get their business up and going, following the rules, following the model uh, towards towards success. Success, and then you got a few, like I said, you got a few bad apples out there. They're going to ruin it for everybody.
exactly what's happening here, right? So, um, so you know that that is that is something that I think we really got to understand. And as as a as a group, I am a franchisee advocate, um, and I am an advocate for the franchisees, those franchisees that are following the following the model. Okay, they're working hard. They're out there every day, like I said, working diligently to get their to get their business off the ground, following the rules, participating in and in, in engaging uh, in communication with the franchisor, trying to understand what needs to be done in order to make in order to be successful. Right then, there's these franchisees uh, out there um, that are really not maybe not be trying too hard, uh, maybe don't like the system. And frankly, maybe should not have been in the system in the first place. Okay. So if that happens, that's the franchisor's bad. That's the sales team's bad right there, because there, there is, should be some due diligence and processes in place to avoid the bad apple sneaking in. Now you're going to have bad apples, no question that's going to happen. But what do we have out there to make sure that those particular bad apples or bad franchisees that are in the system do not damage the integrity of the brand and the success of the franchisee that is working hard to make that happen, right? Um, and those with these rules are are, are are made from. Now, when you have the state coming in, okay, so you got the state coming in, and let me kind of tell you a little background, and I don't know, I'm not going to go into much detail because I don't know 100% of the facts. But however, I do know that in 2016, that law that was passed stemmed from uh, a, a franchisee uh, in California that uh, was disgruntled and basically was a bad apple and decided to take it one step further and really change how things happen um, in, in favor. Now, you know, everybody knows that the franchise disclosure document is really leaning towards the franchisor. Um, now, you know, you can have an argument on both sides. You, you really can't. My argument is the fact, yes, you know, you, it is towards the franchisor side. However, it, they're the rules and 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 that are in place there are to, again to protect those franchisees that are actually following the model and doing the things that they're supposed to do if you're doing what you're supposed to do you don't you're gonna you're not gonna worry about what's in the FTD you're gonna you're gonna comply to what's going on in the operations manual you're gonna go to comply with whether there's an FBC what what their FBC is guiding you and and helping you along the process along with using utilizing your skills as a franchisee as a business person to to align your skills with the methodologies of the brand that you're with so if you follow that you're you're gonna be you're gonna be great no problem but if you go against the grain if you're following a different model, if you're going to go your own way, then one, you're not supposed to be franchised in the first place, and and well, and that's you know that's uh, that's the fault of the of the sales team of the franchisor uh, for you know getting you in that far. And and second, you're not following the model, and you're and you're and you're trying to go against what what that purpose that success is, um, and what do you have to do to be successful in that particular brand? Um, and you're, you know, I've, I've seen, I've seen people go, no, I, you know, I want to use this format or I want to use that, or I want to use this different POS system, or I don't think that works. I want to do my own thing, or I want to advertise this way, use this terms, use this language when it's totally con contradicting to what the model is asking you to do. Right. So, so these rules are set for those, those people. 
um, that that don't are not following the model. Now, again, there's different arguments. I mean, people are going to argue me about that. Um, I get it. That's okay. Um, but you know, when you have the state coming in and putting their foot in the process, it's going to lead to you know, you give the government an inch and they're going to take a yard. Okay, everybody knows that. Um, and and you start to give them the leeway to start to dictate what businesses, what small business is going to do and run. You're not going to have a franchise anymore. That is something else. That that it that turns into something completely different. Now, do you think franchise organizations are going to want to stay in California? No. Uh, there has been a decline in franchise growth in the last few years in California because of this 2016 rule. Um, and and if this law passes, or yeah, if this law passes in Arizona, which I believe it may have, yes, it did. It passed the House Majority Caucus, and it also passed the House. And it obviously, the House Majority and Minority has said it is. So now it goes to legislation. Now it goes to the House and Senate for votes. Uh, maybe some adjustments here and there. Uh, before it goes back to an actual vote. So this law is supposed to be enacted starting January 1st, 2024 here in Arizona. Um, you know, and um, what, but it's important to, to understand what this can do to franchising in this, in this great state of Arizona. Um, and, and, um, and if it does folks, we're, we're, we're going to be in a world of hurt. Um, we cannot have government step in and take over what we call franchising and start manipulating and adding their two cents in there. Um, now they're going to come in and say, Hey, listen, we're going to come in to protect the franchisees. We're, we're going to protect, you know, everybody involved in franchising. That's, that's, that's great. Maybe so, but at the end of the day, it's not what's going to happen. It's what's going to be at the best interest of the state, what they want to do and how they're going to do it. And that's what it really comes down to. We want that protection is between the franchisor and the franchisee. That contract is there to protect both parties. That contract is there to protect the franchisee that is following the model, following the rules, making sure that they're successful in their brand. And 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 uh, because if you start getting the bad apples, starting going out there and just going buck wild, what's going to happen? It's going to ruin the ruin it for everybody. The brand's going to get diminished. They're not going to be successful. Um, and and then and then if if you know, if that starts to happen, then the good franchisees are going to start getting discouraged. And and uh, and what's happening? How come this is going on? Why don't they get rid of them? You, you know, it's all this all this stuff that happens along the way. Now it takes time. This starts to to to, to deteriorate over time, but you don't want it to start. You want to cut it off right from, from the beginning. So that's why those are there. As as a new franchisee coming in, you're going to have to understand that again. And I say this many times over, please do your due diligence. When you're, when you're buying a franchise, do your due diligence, you know, let, call me, let me know, Hey, listen, Louis, I am, uh, you know, or, you know, I, I am looking at to this particular, this particular franchise. What do you think? What advice can you give me? How can you coach? And well, I'll coach you through it. I'll coach you through the process and, and go to, you know, info at um, info at Z to Z.com. That's info at Z to Z.com Z to Z E E.com. And, and, you know, let me know, but I'm willing to help. You got to do your due diligence. You don't want to get into this and five years later or within five years, find out that this, you made a mistake. Uh, 
that you didn't you didn't you know you didn't read that or nobody told you this or you know hey why didn't nobody say that I had to do X Y and Z? Uh, it's because it was all there in black and white. You just didn't decide to read it or you didn't get into franchises or needed to look it over. It's important that you speak to not only franchise attorneys to a franchise coach like myself or existing franchisees within the system that can help you and guide you through the process of what they're going through, what they went through, what they're experiencing at the moment, real time. Uh, the franchisors, the franchisor allows you to do that. You have the opportunity to do that. Matter of fact, behind uh, the FDD, uh, you do have a list of current, um, current and past uh, uh, franchisees that are in the system now. So you have the ability of the, the availability to call them and ask them questions. Um, if, if, if there is no item 19, um, you know, they're the ones who can help you with, with figuring out some financials, uh, the franchise, or if they don't have an item 19, they really can't. Again, I am not an attorney. I am not a franchise attorney. You can contact one and, and, and they can give you a little bit more, much more insight on the item 19 disclosures. Um, but it's important. And that is one of those disclosures that is a very fine line and um, it can get you in trouble right away. So my point is, is that it's important for you to do due diligence when you're going into the, into a franchise, because then if you don't, and the majority of you don't really, the majority don't, um, then you wind up, then you wind, wind up somebody drawing up these house bills for these different States and just ruin it for the rest of the people. Ruin it for those that are out there trying and hustling and working hard to fall in a model and making sure that they got things right and communicating with the franchisee. So when, when, you, when you have those bad apples, this is what happens. This is a perfect example of what happens over time. It starts creating ruffles. The state says, you know what? Because you guys don't know what you really are doing, we're going to step in and we're going to take care of the business ourselves. And that is a bad thing to happen out here. So, so um, you know, I'm I'm, um, I'm I'm trying to be I'm trying to be you know positive and saying that this may not pass. This probably won't pass. But then again, again, I am not going to talk politics. I'm not going to get into. But there has been some political changes here in Arizona in the last, obviously, in last uh, um, last since the last election. So I I don't know how this is going to roll. Um, I, but I do know that if it does pass, it's not going to roll in the direction that we want it to go. For franchise organizations, for small business, for people who want to get in and and get out there and 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 start their own franchise, the opportunity to start a franchise, this is going to hinder it a little bit. It's going to add more layers of complexity to 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 a system that yes, does does a franchise system need assistance, need help? Can it be better? Of course it can. Uh, most definitely it can, but not this way. I think we are all grown adults. We're all professionals. We're all very smart people. The International Franchise Association has many, many long stated uh, people that been in franchising for many, I've been in franchise from 20, 25, 20 to 25 years. There's folks in there that just doubles that time. There's a lot of smart people in, in within the International Franchise Association. There is a lot of smart people that are that are franchisees and franchisors that are trying to make a difference in franchising. We need to tap into those. We don't need to be tapping into the state governments and to have them come in and start telling us and dictating us what we can and cannot do as a as as a, an organization. 
and as a system in this franchise system. We just cannot have that. Um, so I think it's important to really, if you are in Arizona and you're listening to this to this podcast today uh, on Z2Z.com, that's Z2Z.com. If you're listening to this podcast and if you live in Arizona, make sure that you go out there and you and you and you actually um get out there and 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 write to your to your representatives so the the primary sponsor of this was stacy travers she's arizona representative um uh, stacy travers uh arizona representative laura uh Tureach, t-e-r-e-c-h um and then we have an arizona rep- representative marcelino quinones and Mariana Sandoval. Okay, guys. There is a lot of Hispanic Latino people in Arizona that want to own their own business. Maricelo, Mariana, you're messing it up for those folks. You are messing it up for your folks that are want to start a business because you're putting your, your two cents in somewhere where it doesn't need to be in. Teach these folks how to run a business the right way. And then you'll avoid having to be a sponsor of a bill like HB 2404. So if you're listening to me, Maricelo um, and Mariana, call me up. You got my, you have my information? Call me up, info at z2z.com. That's z2z.com. Send me a line. Send me a note. I would love to talk to you and educate you a little bit on franchising and what our folks are doing, our Hispanic Latino folks are doing to expand their communities through franchising. There is an opportunity to do this. This will not provide that opportunity for them to open up the business. So um, those are the other are the representatives, the what they call sponsors. Um, and and uh, you know, if you have the opportunity to get out there and uh, and you know get a hold of, the, of those folks, that'd be great. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to that time to uh, vote for the legislation, obviously HB twenty four oh four is not for good business. It's not good business in Arizona, and we need to make sure that, uh, that we can avoid this from happening. Okay, all right, folks. Usually, I don't. Uh, and here at uh, Z to Z, we don't usually get into any kind of politics or any kind of government affairs or what have you. But when I ran across this and I saw this was escalating i was monitoring it since january and then it started escalating escalating more to the point where it passed both house uh, majority and minority you know i had to say something to make sure that we prevent this from happening we do not want any californication happening here in arizona Uh, again i love my state love it very much born and raised in california but uh yeah no um, they can they can keep all their politics and all their all their craziness over there. Uh, just you know, Arizona. Let's let's stay focused. Let's get let's let's make Arizona a very entrepreneurial minded state, uh, a business focused state that we can create value to the state um, and and create businesses in the state, create opportunities for Hispanic and Latino members of society here in our communities. And give them the opportunity to open up a franchise. Um, let's do that. Let's stay focused with that. All right. Okay, folks. Well, thank you very much again for listening to me. Again, I apologize for getting into this political uh, legislation little tangent here, but uh, it, it was it was for a good cause, and I want to make sure that the people and my listeners are uh, aware of what's going on. So, 
Again, if you have any questions, this again, info at Z2ZEE.com. Thank you again. You can uh, listen to us on any of your live stream podcast channels uh, and also go directly to www.z2zee.com for for a direct line into all of my uh, past and current episodes here at Z2Z.com. All right. So let's continue to talk Z2Z. Take care. Bye bye.